This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, welcome everyone. Shalom Aleichem. We continue Masechta Yevamois. So, the Gemara said on Yezayin Mervez, Rav, Rav Yehuda says, a Shemeras Yavam, a, wo- a woman, waiting her Yavam, that she dies, you cannot marry her mother. Why? Because, Yesh Zika. Because uh, this opinion holds Yesh Zika. Rav Yehuda holds Yesh Zika. Now we've learned already that Rav Yehuda has a number of Rabbeim. For example, Rav Yehuda learned from Ravasi, and after Ravasi, he learned from Shmuel. So the Gemara says, "Amar le Abai le Rav Yosef." Abai said to Rav Yosef, "Had the Rav Yehuda the Shmueli." That which Rav Yehuda said earlier that Yesh Zika, he got that from Shmuel his Rebbe, and he didn't get it from Rav who was also his Rebbe. You see that Rashi? He didn't get it from Rav, who was also his Rebbe. Now it's interesting to me, you know, why isn't Ravasi a possibility? I mean, that's what we learned on... Um, Rashi and Yuzayin and said that he also learned from Ravasi. Okay, now how do we know he got it from Shmuel? The time we learned in the Mishnah. Shemeras Yavam, a woman waiting for Yivam, Shekidesh Achiv Esachosa that his brother married his sister. In other words, a woman waiting a Yavam, and the brother of the Yavam, who also could have done Yibam, married the sister. So Mishum, Rabbi Hidu ben Amru, they said the name of Rabbi Hidu ben we tell this guy, who basically jumped the gun and married the sister of the Yavama, Hamtain, wait, Adshe Yase Achicha Maisa. Until your brother consummates the uh, Yibam, and thereby removing the Zika. Because right now, pal, you married Achois Zikukasai. So you cannot do Nesuin to her. Because uh, the fact that her sister fell to you renders the, your wife Asur to you. She's Achois Zikukasai. So wait until your brother does Yibam. And now your wife is no longer the sister of someone who's zakuk to you because the, the yib, um, your brother's yibam sort of terminates the uh, zika. The Amar Shmuel and Shmuel said halacha Yehuda ben Masera. Shmuel said the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda ben Masera. Amar So who's talking now? Abaye said to Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda got it from Shmuel. So Rabbi Yosef says back to Abaye, and let's say he got it from Rav, who cares who he got it from? Says, well, if he got it from Rav, Kasha the Rav the Rav. Then it would be a stira uh, in Rav, because Rav Huna said the name of Rav, on Yudzayin Omid Be'ez, Einzika. So Gemara says, why would it be a stira in Rav? Maybe he got it from Rav. And there's a Machlekes Amoraim. Dilma Amaroi Ninu Valiba the Rav. Maybe it's Machlekes Amaroim in regarding what Rav holds. Says the Gemara Kivan de Itmar Mishmei de Shmuel Behedya. Since it was taught in the name of Shmuel explicitly, Yeshika Mishmei de Rav Kamaroi. 
And if it would be like Rav, it would have to be Machlekes Amaroim, because the truth is, we have a statement that Rav holds Ainzi, because if you're going to attribute to Rav, it would have to be Machlekes Amaroim or Rav holds. Why establish a no? Why forsake an established known fact? Fact we already know Shmuel holds Yesh Zika, so we might as well attribute it to Shmuel, then attribute it to Rav, and then say, oh. I Rav holds Ein Zikos what Rav holds. I mean, why invent an unnecessary dispute in Shitas Rav when you could just attribute to Shmuel? We know Shmuel holds Yesh Zika. Yeah, I think that makes sense. What is the Habamina? Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, what? Why say Rav? What's the advantage of saying Rav? Saying, why don't we say Rav? It's Machlekes Amaram. So the Torah says we So it's interesting because when Rav, Yehu, Rav Huna said his opinion, Rav Huna said, Shemer Siyam, uh, Amar Rav Huna Amar Rav. Rav Huna said in the name of Rav. Now, Rav Yehuda was also a Talmud of Rav, but he was also a Talmud of Shmuel. So why didn't, he, why didn't he say where he got it from? You know, isn't it a little suspicious that Rav Huna tells you he got it from Rav and Rav Yehuda doesn't say where he got it from? So maybe that indicates that Rabbi Huda is just saying, "Look, I, you know, I got it from the same person you got it from, but I, ha- I got a different uh, halacha." Because if he in fact got it from Shmuel, why didn't he say he got it from Shmuel? And now we have to figure out where, where he got it from. Maybe he heard it from Rav. So the Gemara says, "No, it's better to say there's no machlokes in what Rav holds, even though." Uh, Rav Huna didn't quite say he got it from Shmuel. Maybe Rashi is mashma that a little bit. Rashi de Maschal Hachi Kamas Nisula, the Rav Yehuda de Lael Bestama, Shalihizka Shem Rabba, Yitzrichisil Men Ghadarida de Shmuelhi. I don't know. Okay, good question. Amar Rav Kahana, Rav Kahana said, Amrita l'shmaita kameidu Rav Zid min Arda. Rav Kahana said, I, I said this sugya before Rav Zid of Nerda. Amar Rav Zid of Nerda said, Atun hachi masnisula. You guys in Pompadisa, you learn that Rav Yehuda said it's Stam, and we're going to figure out that he got it from Shmuel. Anan behedya masninan. We learned Beferosh that Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel. 
that Amar Rabbi Yehuda Mershmol Shemar Asiyah Meshemei Sa'asubar Ima Alma Kasabar Yesh Zika Va'azal Shmol Atamei Damar Shmol Halachik Rabbi Yehuda Ben Masera. So in Rav Kahana's version, Rav Kahana said he said the sugya before Rav Zvid, and Rav Zvid said that in Neherdah they learned explicitly Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shema. Says the Gemara Now then it comes out that Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel Shemes Yavim Shemesa Aser Beima, and Shmuel said Halacha Rav Yehuda Ben Masera. So why did he have to say it twice? Why did he have to say Asr Be'ima and Halacha Kareb Yehuda Ben Maseira that Tamtin Lo Yad Sheyasa Achicha Meisa Both statements indicate Yesh Zika. So it says Gemara Tzricha, I need both of them. Diyashminan Yesh Zika If it would just teach Yesh Zika Hava Amina I would have thought Hani Mili Bechad This is all taught by one. I will betray Loi. But not by two. If he would say Yezika, I would think only by one there is Zika. But not by two. So therefore he taught Halach Rabbi Ben Maseira. I would think Hani Mili Mechayim Yezika. But after Misa, after Misa, Pakala Zika. Maybe Zika is Paka. And Mutter Be'ima says the Gemara, no, Kamash Malan, the Zika Bechdilai Paka. So the Chiddush is Zika does not evaporate into thin air. Zika Bechdilai Paka. Okay, says the Holy Mishnah. Shnei Achim, two brothers. Now these two brothers are Be'olamach Echad, and one of them dies without children. Umeisachamehim. And Shimon does Yibam Teishas Ruvain. And then Levi's born. Umeis, and then Shimon dies. So is even this Eishas Achav Shalibay Lamai? True, she was not contemporaneous with Ruvain's death, with Ruvain, but now uh, Levi was alive so long as this woman was married to Shimon. Says the Gemara. If Shimon dies, his first wife, meaning Ruvain, the wife that he married, who used to be Ruvain's wife, Ruvain's widow, leaves because of Eishas Achar Shalei and the co-wife Mishum Tsarasa. Also, if Shimon, let's say, does Maimer to this woman, Umeis, then the second woman. You do chalitza, but you don't do yibam. This is exactly like the first Mishnah. Only that, in the first Mishnah, Levi was born before Shimon did yibam. And in this Mishnah, Levi was born after Shimon did yibam. Reb Shimon Oimer, Reb Shimon says, even in this case, excuse me, Reb Shimon says, in this case, where Levi was born after Shimon did yibam, miyabim lezim and shayir, so you do yibam to anyone you want. Or you do chalitza to anyone you want, because Shimon is a Reb Shimon is of the opinion that since Levi was born after Shimon did Yibum, this is not Eishas Achiv Shalei Hayu Lamai. 
And since it's not Eishazach you could do Yibam or Chalitza to anyone you want, because both of these women are perfectly permitted. Now, the fact that Rav Shimon comments in the second Mishnah, where Levi was born after Shimon did Yibam, and, and Rav Shimon doesn't comment in the first Mishnah, because there a Levi was born before Shimon did Yibam, presumably um, Rav Shimon holds only in the latter case, it's not because you were, came into the world when she was already Shimon's wife. But if you came into the world where before Shimon did Yibam, presumably uh, Rabbi Shimon would say that's also, that's still But comes Rabbi Shimon argues even in the first case that even if Levi is born before Shimon does Yibam, this is not Eishas Achiv Shaloi Haya Ba'ilamai. Now, how in the world could that be? Then, when is there Eishas Achiv Shaloi Ba'ilamai? So you say maybe never. We know there's Exeris Hakos of of Kiyeshvu Sheyishlam Yeshiva Achas Ba'ilam. That was Yudzayin Amad Beis. So Rav is of the opinion, just like Rav Shimon argues in the latter Mishnah, where Levi, um, where Levi was born after Shimon did Yibam. Rav Shun would argue, even in the first case, that if Levi is born before Shimon does Yibam, it's also not Eishas Achash Why? Mimai, how do I know this? Midiktani Mishnah Yisera. From the fact that Rebbe taught an extra Mishnah, namely the first Mishnah, Bava Deresha Laman Katanila. For whose opinion did Rebbe teach that it's Eishas Achash Shaloi Hayabailamai, even if Levi is born? If Levi is born before Shimon does Yibam, what's the point of teaching me that halacha? I already know for the Rabbanon, it's even if Levi is born after Shimon does Yibam. So, of course, it's if he's born before Shimon does Yibam. Why teach the first Mishnah? If it's to teach me a Chiddush in the Rabbanon. That it is a of Shalai What kind of chiddush is that? Hashda yibeim olavasayf noilad. Now, if in a case where if you did yibam, and then if in the latter case in the seifa where Shimon did yibam, and then Levi was born, then when Levi came into the world, this woman was beheter. Asri, the Rabbanon said that say that's eishes achar shalai so in the first case, where first Levi was born and then Shimon did Yibam, me boy, is it needed to say that it's Eishas Achashav Shalai Hayabai Lamai? So the first mission is not needed to teach me anything in the Rabbanon. Why? Because in the Rabbanon, once I know the Seifa, that it's Eishas Achashav Shalai Hayabai Lamai, even if Levi is born after Shimon did Yibam and he finds her Beheter, of course, if he's born. Before Shimon does Yibam, So it's not teaching me anything in the Rabbanon. It must be that it was taught to teach that Rabbi Shimon would say it's not even though Levi was born before Shimon did Yibam. It must be that it was needed to be taught for the Shita of Rabbi Shimon. And the ratio was taught to teach me a kula and Reb Shimon that even that is not Eishas Achashol Shalai Hayabai Lamai. 
the Tana Reisha and it taught them the Reisha Lidiacha Koichad Reb Shimon to make it known the Koichad Reb Shimon. The Tana Seifa and the Seifa taught Lidiacha Koichad Rabbanon to teach the Koichad of the Rabbis. So the first case, which is a Chidush, that it's not Eishas Achashoy by Lamai, is a Chidush for Reb Shimon, and the second case that it's a Chidush that it is Eishas Achashoy by Lamai is a Chidush in the Rabbanon. Now the truth is, then, Reb Shimon's opinion should be found in the first Mishnah. Why is Reb Shimon's opinion not found in the first Mishnah? Why didn't Rebbe say, in the first Mishnah, if it's Noilad, V'achakach, Yibem, Shimon, in that case, Reb Shimon says, it's not Eishas HaShalai Ba'ilamai. Says the Gemara, V'dinhu, D'niflag, Reb Shimon, V'reisha. Really, Reb Shimon should have argued in the Reisha. He waited for the rabbis until they finished their words. And then Reb Shimon argued. But technically speaking, you would have expected to find Reb Shimon Shita written on the first Mishnah. He just let the rabbis finish their, their uh, discussion that not only is if Levi was born before Shimon did Yibam, but even if Levi was born after Shimon Dad Yibam and Rav Shimon says, I hold it's not Eishas Achav Shalai Ba'ilamai, even if Levi was born before Shimon Dad Yibam. So now the Gemara says, in that case, what is Eishas Achav Shalai Ba'ilamai in Rav Shimon? Says Gemara, Ela Eishas Achav Shalai Ba'ilamai, Rav Shimon So how exactly do we have a case of Eishas Achav Shalai Ba'ilamai in the world of Rav Shimon? Says Gemara, Bechad Acha, where there's one brother, and the, the brother dies, and then the, the wife falls, to, falls, but there's no brother to fall to, and then the brother is born. Because in that case, as we're going to see, there was no Zika to anybody else. So the Zika to this brother is Eishas Achav Shalaya Masha'in Kane, if he was born um, after his brother was there already, so then the Zika, we're going to see, to his brother is already some kind of formal union, and now when Levi comes to the world, it's not because she, in a way, is already Eishas Shemayin. So that's one scenario of Eishas where there's one brother. One brother will miss, and the brother dies. And then the brother is born. Inami betray. Another situation of is if in fact there was another brother. And then Levi is born. But Shimon does not do Yibam. And Shimon doesn't die. So in that case, that is Eishas Sachar Shalai Ba'ilamai. Because if the second one doesn't do Yibam, and he doesn't die, then you're going to be Usr um, after Ruvain dies. But if the second one does do Yibam, then that's Paka the Zika of the original Zika, 
and he becomes a full-fledged wife of, she becomes a full-fledged wife of the second uh, brother. So in other words, according to Rabbi Shimon, there are two possibilities of Eishas Achar Sholei Ba'ilamai. Either one brother, and after he dies, another brother is born, or even two brothers. And the only thing is, Shimon never does Yibam, and he doesn't die. So this is Eishas Achar Sholei Ba'ilamai. Because in a case where Levi is born before Shimon does Yibam, once Shimon does Yibam, so then that removes any Zika to Levi. Says the Gemara, now let's try to understand why Reb Shimon holds that if the brother was born and then Shimon did Yibam, this is not Eishas Sacha Sholei Hayabalami. Says Gemara, I understand the case of Yibam, and then where Shimon does Yibam, and then Levi is born, in the meaning the Seifa, Ki Ashkacha, because when Levi finds her, Beheter Ashkacha, he found her, Beheter, married to Shimon, and Shimon already moved, removed the Zika from the first husband. But if Levi was born, and then Shimon did Yibam, so he did not find her beheter Maitaima. What's the reason why this is not a Shasach of Shalaya Bailama? says the Gemara Kasavar. The reason of Rabbaisha is he holds Yesh Zika. There is a bond, the Zika Kiknusadamya, and Zika is like married. So even though he was born after he was born before Shimon did Yibam. Once Shimon does Yibam to a woman who is already Zakuk to him, she is considered the full-fledged wife of Shimon. Rashi, Yesh Zika, Kishanafla Lefnei Hasheni, when she fell before the second guy, Kodem Lidasa Shilzeb, before Levi was born, Veniska Kolei Lasheni, and she was Zakuk to the second one, Alima Hahi Zika, that Zika strong Lashavie Kiknusa to render her like a Knusa, and it's considered like Yibam, and then he's born. Says the Gemara, Maskifla Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef asked on Rabbi Yishiyah, because Rabbi Yishiyah holds Yesh Zika, but by the way, Marv Rabbi Yishai, that means a very big Chidosh, the Rabbi Shia holds Zika is so strong that Zika is Dairaisa. And since Zika is Dairaisa, it removes a Shasach of Shalai If Zika was only Drabana, it cannot get rid of a Erva Dairaisa. It must be the fact that this woman was Zakuk to Shemain, even though he didn't do Yibam yet, and Levi was born. It's like she was already married to Shemain. So in the case of two brothers where Shimon doesn't do Yibam or doesn't do Yibam, why don't we say Yezika there? Why don't we say Yezika and then what? And that should make it that she's not Eishasachar Shalai Ha'ibalamai? Right. The same The same Svara.
it sounds like that this Zika is strong, provided that it ends up in Yibam, but if it doesn't end up in Yibam, oh, oh, here's another thing, because if he doesn't do Yibam, then there's Zika to uh, Levi also, no? And that, that would render him Why don't we view it that the Zika that was Tashima, which preempted anything, is like a Kanusa. I hear interesting question. This is not an interesting question, important question. Why is it only that if the brother ends up doing Yibum, then we say it's not Eshesach Shabbai but the second Nafkamina, if there are two brothers and you didn't do Yibum and he didn't die. So that's Eishasach Shalei Bailamit. Maybe because there's Zika to the to Levi as well. So Gemara has the following question: Maskefla Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef asked as follows: Hashta Zika Umaimer Masafke Shimon. We're going to demonstrate that Reb Shimon is not such a fan of Zika because he's even masupik about. Zika and Maimer. Ike Knusadami, like Knusadami. Zika l'chudemi, boy. Now you're going to say Zika alone is Kiknusa when Reb Shun we know is a Mesopic whether Zika and Maimer is Kiknusa. So Gemara says, Mayhi, what are you talking about? The Tanan, Shlosh Achen Nesun Shalish Nashim. Nachrias. Three brothers married to three foreign women, meaning they're not, the women are not related. Umesach, Mehem, and Ruvain died. Vasaba Sheni Maimar and Shimon did Maimar to Ashes Ruvain. Umais and now Shimon died. The two wives of Shimon, you do Khalitsa Naibam. Why? Because Shinamar Umais Echamehim. You do Yibam when one husband dies, then Yavama Yavayalaha. Then her Yavam comes upon her. Which we learn Mishalah Zikas Yavam Echad Vlaishalah Zikashnayavam. The only two, time you do Yivam to Yivama is if she's coming from one house, not if she's coming from two houses. And the Tanakam over here holds that Maimar creates a quasi-Kinyan. So since it creates a quasi-Kinyan, so in a way this woman is Zakuk both from Ruvain, in case the Maimar didn't work, and from Shimon in case the Maimar did work. And you can't do Yivam because... We have a drasha, and therefore you do chalitza to her and to her tsara. Reb Shimon Aimer, no. Reb Shimon is of the opinion that Maimer is not a um, is not kiknusa, but rather it's a suffake. It's not Maimer does a little bit. It's a suffake if it does everything, and if it does all, or if it does. Nothing. If it does nothing, then the halacha is, you could do yibum to both women, because one's coming from Ruvain and one's coming from Shemayin. If Maimer does everything, then you do yibum to one woman and nothing to the other. So what do we say? Do yibum to anyone you want, and you do to, chalitza to the second one, misafik. 
Reb Shimon Oimer Miyabim Le'izamehen Shirtsa, you do Yivam to anyone you want. And then you do Chalitza to the second one. Now why can't you do Yibam to both? Because the Yivumei Tarvayoloi, because maybe Yezika, and then there are two Yivam coming from one house. And we'll continue with this, Be'ezus Hashem, next week, I guess, Sayyim Gedalia, either during the day or a or regular time, we'll continue with the Afiyotas. Wishing everyone an amazing night. Shana Tova. Oh, yeah, everyone. Shana Tova, Tikasev, Vesechasev. Thank you for joining us. And Be'ezus Hashem, the Hashem should give us Siyat HaDashmaya to learn further. Now, um, I have a conflict Tuesday evening. Um... Tuesday evening. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.